the Critical Hit a Major Spoilers podcast. Thank you for downloading and checking us out this week. Kevin, I got a question about, you know, all the tools that you use. You've said you've drawn some inspiration from other people in this game, and obviously through a vast, your vast knowledge of popular culture. But what are some other things that you're using in this game? Yeah, so I think Starfinder is a game that, uh, you know, definitely plays well uh, with a lot of pop culture influences, and I hope people are having fun with that. Um, but I also think that there's, you know, because it's it's a little bit of a smaller game in terms of how many books have actually been produced by Paizo, uh, there's more of a way for, for third-party publishers to uh, really add some content. And I, you know, look around the internet to see what other people are doing and specific companies uh one company is legendary games i really like their stuff i got into it in pathfinder one and for this game i'm using the alien bestiary oh um you could yeah i just bought it as a pdf but um it's uh it's just a a huge book i think it's like 450 pages something like that of uh extra aliens and monsters and all sorts of stuff like that and there are four alien archives for um for Starfinder already, mm-hmm. but the Alien Bestiary, um, it, still, it's a, it's an excellent product. I don't know how much it costs, but all the people at Legendary Games, like Jason Nelson's crew, they're uh, they're really nice. I've met and talked with them, and they produce high quality content. So I use it. Uh, you can go to makeyourgamelegendary.com and order this game in or order this book in PDF form. And pay nineteen ninety nine, which is ten dollars off their original price of twenty nine ninety nine. So this contains all new monsters, or are these yes. just um, this is just an expanded encyclopedia of what has already been published? No, this is all new, and also they do some things where they give you kind of like Starfinder takes on some older Pathfinder monsters, ah, okay. but there's also just tons of brand new stuff too. Nice collects over three hundred monsters, three hundred. From tier 4 to 18. Hmm. That sounds scary. I hope we uh, 300 don't... 300 is not divisible by 18. I hope we don't meet the big scary ones. Or maybe we will, uh, Kevin, because uh, what what uh, what's going on in this game? Uh, you, you might be meeting some of them. No! Uh, <laughs> almost as though we mentioned it for a reason. Um, no. Uh, last time... On Critical Head. On Critical Head. On Critical Head. Uh, you guys, um, after uh, going through the mailbag and answering your fans' questions, uh, you realized that you had been sabotaged, which is to say <laughs> tagged for sabotage, and now you're it. Um, so the good news is you can always pay the sabotag company, and then they'll start sabotaging uh, Talos uh, and his crew uh, when, when you do that. But until then, you are adrift in space. Your drifters are why they call it that. Uh and you were on your way to uh just past Octurn to uh, meet up with Rain before the next leg of the race uh, because she uh said that you know she had information on it uh due to how well you guys placed previously and so you were going to get a head start. Uh, that seems to be in jeopardy. I try to turn it off and turn it back on again. <laughs> the whole that always works with our taxi cabs. Everyone hold your breath. So, so yeah, you guys had been in the um, in the little 
hollow amusement chamber that you guys were using as the studio and all the walls just go black um, and the door slides open and you can see that there are flickering lights from like the emergency power and uh, like chemical lights um, casting a an ominous glow uh, throughout the squeaky clean um, and yeah uh, Grace? No response. Mm. Grace appears to be offline. I'll go run to the central core processor. Okay. Ram and ROM. Um, yeah, figure out where the systems or where our systems are at. I'm pretty sure I know generally. I think not there. I don't, I don't mean, I don't mean their location, Bob. I mean, how, <laughs> like, where is Their life status. support? How messed up? Oh, right, as, like, how right, much right. Is, how much we have? Oh, Ren, isn't there that big um, control board there in the docking bay or in the hold, or do I need to go somewhere else? Uh, so there are different access panels to the main commu- computer. You could get there from the docking bay, yeah, um, like the main cargo hold. Uh, you you kind of want to get to probably the, the basically the bridge where right. you pilot from. That yeah. has the best computer. I'll go up there. Uh, I, got a, I got a question. Help. Thanks. Um, do we have gravity? Mm, yes, you do. Okay. Artificial gravity seems to be somehow stable. I'll uh, get up to the uh, to the pilot's chair and start running all the diagnostics that I can and see about life support or emergency power or any of that stuff. So that's what uh, what Bob is doing. And was anyone going with him? Yeah, I'm going with. What about the rest of you? Quentin engages auxiliary illumination. Hmm, good. A source of light. That's smart. Actually, four of them. But the question then becomes, uh, can Vangi and Bob see in the dark? Or oh, the relative dark? Um, I don't... I mean, there's flickering lights. I have low light us. vision. Lights. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's not like you guys are going to die. I mean, even I mean, if I get sucked light, out, not but... Base, but Probably not because of fear of the dark. So as you guys are, are, you know, getting situated, turning on lights, you know, talking to each other about who's going to go where, um, the lights, uh, a new light starts flicking, flickering, and it's red. And you hear Grace's voice. Um, reactor meltdown beginning. Oh you no! Have oh no! Sixty seconds until reactor explodes. We're playing Among Us. Uh, I'm running to that. I'll uh, see what I can do to access the core from here, because I don't think I'm going to be able to run down to the core in 60 seconds. Uh, well, so to do that, you'd have to like open up the panels but that, that the uh, holographic amusement chamber uses and try to access the computer from within here. Oh, I thought so it was I- up on the bridge. Oh, you, you have not gotten to the bridge oh, yet. Oh, okay. You, you, I was asking you where you were going. Oh, okay, okay. And then you know, um, so because I want to give everybody a chance to do something. Yeah, and is is, is comms? <laughs> are comms still working? Out from under us. Are comms still working? Uh, comms to each other. Yeah. You can test them. She'll try testing it. It's like anyone else on that? Yes, I am. I'm here. Is anyone going to the reactor? I'm about to start an actual timer. Quentin is going to the reactor. Yeah, Bob will, will go to the reactor with Quentin. Bob will divert and try to get Anyone, to the reactor. Uh, resist I'm going to head towards the bridge. So Vangi's heading towards the bridge. Uh, and who else is heading to... Who is 
okay. guess I'll just I guess I'll just go with with Vangi and continue to the bridge. Awesome. So Vangi and Bob are going to the bridge. A uh, Amu and Quentin are going to the reactor. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you know, and Skritic, what are you guys doing? Uh, is there like an engine room or somewhere I can uh, manually access thrusters or anything? See if I can manually yeah, activate or override. Thrusters that are not the main reactor. Keep in mind the main reactor is for the drift engine. Um, Hecubino had uh, done some psychic consulting with it before, but yes, there are, the thrusters are a separate system. All right, I'll head to that system location. Okay, and uh, Hecubino, how long does it take to swap a uh, like an armor? auxiliary system um what do you mean probably more than 60 seconds i'm guessing like putting on armor you mean no like uh swapping out my rocket boots for my radiation buffer Uh, (laughs) yeah that takes (laughs) too long um i'll go with the reactor team all right so we've got the reactor team uh Skritic going to the thrusters, and uh, Vangi and Bob going to the bridge. Um, so, uh, as you guys proceed through the ship, um, uh, the doors are opening and closing automatically. Um, they, they seem to be doing it very quickly, um, and uh, with a lot of force and not recognizing um, the normal safety protocols, such like they shouldn't be doing this when you're this close, but that's what they're doing. And the doors are metal and they're, you know, going to crush you. So you have a, a bit of an obstacle. Uh, How quickly are we talking? You know, um, you have a second or two between opening and closing, but they're not moving at a set timer. Unfortunately, they seem to be varying it a little bit. And they're herky-jerky and like, you know, sometimes they don't open all the way. Could we hold them open? Um, you could try. They seem to be closing with a lot of force. But maybe. Well, we're not going to make it through by trying to jump through. We are not exactly dexterous. I, uh, I roll Quentin through like a bowling ball. Nice. Um, it's, it's close, but, uh, Quentin is able to, to roll through. All right. Am I you dead? have 30 seconds remaining until reactor meltdown commences. Can I get to the reactor? Uh, you're, uh, what is everybody else doing? Still going to the bridge where apparently we have arrived at the bridge. Uh, there are doors in, in your way as well. Oh, well then I will, uh, make a well-timed calculated, um, estimate of when is the best time to jump using my uh, computer's uh, brain and, and, and make that jump. Try to make a, go make a computer check. See if you can tell what's happening. 18. Here. Yeah, so you're familiar with this. This is It's evidently using a random uh, number generator to determine the delays, um, mm. except there's a well-known exploit in that particular RNG um, that makes it not truly random, so you can wait for a specific pattern. There it is! Oh, jump! And I said um, that part out loud really loud as I was jumping. Hopefully that Vengi will follow along. 
Uh, I cannot hear Sam. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, sorry. I uh, I was muted because Daisy's activating up. Um, I'll, uh, I will try to jump uh, when he says so. Okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, you guys are able to uh, bypass it, and um, uh, Hecubino and uh, Amu, um, you guys are waiting outside for Quentin to go investigate the uh, reactor himself? Is, like, is there a way to control the doors? Um, there are door controls, yeah. Where would that be? That seems like a better idea than uh, what I was thinking to start with. Well, they're, like, by the door, like, you know, uh, like, a, as if they're a light switch, you know. They're electronic oh, doors. Uh, can I try and futz with them, see if I can stop the doors from being... Why don't you give me a uh, computer's check? We can do that. What's your bonus for futzing? Twelve. Too many at All twenty right. total. You actually access the system and you find that there's some problem. Uh, like you 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 dig in and you have a uh, not not root access, but you have an uh, you know approved admin like restricted admin role on the ship, and you find that yeah, like the door controls have been messed with, and you can actually undo them from here. Um, so you're like, wait, no, this is not how this is supposed to be, and you have fixed the doors. Uh, globally throughout the ship. Um, as soon as you do, uh, Grace uh, has blue lights flashing now that says, weapon batteries, explosion imminent. You've got to be kidding me. Does this control panel that I'm at uh, have access to just the general computer? No, it's just, I mean, like, you can try to hack it to gain access to uh, the general computer, but that is more difficult. It is a very restricted system. It's just meant to control door locks. I'm going to go through with uh, uh, Quentin to the reactor. I'll turn around and go to the weapon batteries. Reactor meltdown in 20 seconds. Quentin, you're already at the reactor. Um, You see it, you know, mixing the positive and negative energy flows uh, in order to, you know, channel it for for drift power. Um, What do you do? Well, I access my internal systems regarding the reactor, and I realize that it clearly says, you can't mix matter and antimatter. So, I'm going to fix it. Um, well, uh, how you're going to fix it using... What are you attempting to do? Uh, can I bluff it? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that, would, that would be tricky. I'm just saying. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. What am I good at? I'm good at stealth. Uh, I'm good at computers. This is clearly a computer thing. I'm going to computer it. A computer. All right. So you try to hack in there and try to shut it down. Oh, I don't just try uh, to hack in. I do hack in and then I try to shut it down. All right. That's Go ahead and give me a computer check. Ugh, 12. Not Reactor self computers in ten seconds. Nine, eight. I do it again. <laughs> you might. Uh, you're 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 fresh out of ideas on how to hack this. You might need somebody else's help. Are we there Amu, yet? Hack it. Yes. Yeah, you, you're there, there, Amu. Okay. Hack it. Do the hacking. Do you have any thing. life sciences? Twenty six. Could be life sciences. Oh yeah. Uh, 
Quentin had the right idea. He was just forgetting, you know, the the syntax of the command structure that the reactor requires. Right, um, I forgot the go to ten at the end. <laughs> so it uses semicolons. It's got space. Mm-hmm. It cares about spaces. It's annoying. <laughs> Stupid Fortran. Uh, and uh, the reactor meltdown uh, seems to have stopped. Um, there's still a blue light flashing indicating that the weapons batteries in the gunnery turrets are about to explode. Uh, Skritic, you have reached mm. the thrusters. You're basically, it, the thrusters are, um, uh, from, from an accessibility standpoint from within the ship, you have to go to the cargo bay. Uh, from outside the ship, you could actually manually adjust the thrusters themselves. Um, but then you'd need to be in like a spacesuit. Uh, so they're not going, are they? They are not going. You guys. Yeah, are I think I'll try to get those going, so at least not sitting ducks. We can just fire them up, and hopefully someone else can worry about the steering. Uh, okay. Um, so thrusters <laughs> don't, you know, like fortunately these. Um, there's kind of two different levels of thrusters. There's ones that are, uh, think of like. Uh, you know, the kind of thrusters that an actual uh, rocket would use um, that are very powerful that could get you to uh, Octurn because you don't need a drift engine to just move across a solar system. And then there's more like landing thrusters that give you some maneuverability um, and like can turn but could not move you a substantial distance. The uh, powerful thrusters seem completely unresponsive and inoperative. The landing thrusters seems like something you have some control over. All right. I'll uh, get those fired up and get us moving. Why don't you I'll... give me an engineering check? Okay. Basically say at the comms, if anyone has any uh, idea of our bearing, let me know. And 15. Yeah. That's good enough. Um, so right as you do that, then the lights shut off. Ah. There's some occasional flickers of, uh, uh, like chemical light, um, but even those seem to be flickering weirdly. Uh, that's I assume true shipwide. Mm-hmm. Right, well, I'll click on my flashlight. Could everyone tell me real quick what your passive perceptions are? I like using passive perception, even though Starfinder doesn't really care about it, but it's uh, just, just whatever your perception score is, plus 10. 20, 10. 18. 18. Uh, 20. Okay. Um, so th- everyone who had a 15 or higher, um, you hear something uh, nearby like scraping against metal um, and you get this ominous feeling like something's um, sneaking up on you from behind. Mm. Ah. I'll look over my shoulder. Oop. Yeah. Uh, nothing there. Huh, nothing there. Weird. Yeah. Good thing I, I didn't scream because apparently they can't hear us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look up. That's it. They're always in the ceiling. Oh, um, you see some strange claw marks in this, uh, in the ceiling. It looks like something has been, um, crawling around the ceiling in the, the ducts and vents and tubes. Uh, I to clean it. 
What? You Squeebo is not around. You don't see Squeebo. <laughs> Damn it. Squeebo could eat things. Oh, that's right. He's still mad at me. Weapons yeah, like, batteries oh, now will rely explode in 40 seconds. How far am I from the weapons system? You're at the bridge. You could get to one, the main turret pretty quickly. Uh, and then Hecubino. What, what, what's happening in 40 seconds? The weapon, the batteries on the weapons are about to explode. That would probably right. cause a catastrophic explosion across the entire ship. Okay. Am I there yet? <laughs> <laughs> so Hecubino and Vangie run off to that? Yeah. I, I, when, when we got the doors handled, Hecubino turned around to head to the weapons batteries. Okay, cool. So Hecubino arrives there uh, first, um, and uh, along the way, um, there are, like, in in the room, actually, where the uh, turrets and guns are, um, the screens are all showing static, which is strange. It means they're getting power, Um, and, and it's... It's like a weird jumpy static too. Like it's not a, a consistent tone. It 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 skips in and out, and it's got harsh sounds to it. It creates a weird shadows and lighting um, as all the uh, controls for the guns, uh, which are usually used like these big uh, holographic heads up displays, are all just blasting random uh, noise images at you. I try to figure out what it's doing. Sure. Um, so you're looking for some sort of pattern in what's happening? Yeah. Like, is, like, is this a person? Hmm. Sure. Um, how about, let's see, maybe sense motive? Sure. Sense motive. 31. Yeah. Actually, um, you're beginning to sense some patterns to this. For instance, you're fairly certain right now that that feeling you had, that feeling is that feeling of being hunted uh, by an alien aboard the ship. Not just an alien alien like lots of your friends are, but like a xenomorph, um, something that is not supposed to be here that is going to kill you and your friends. Um, Similarly, the, the, the malfunctions seem to be too well timed. They see this seems to be intentional and orchestrated by a singular intelligence. You would say, okay, actively. Is it fair to guess that whatever it is is trying to separate us? <laughs> you can guess whatever you'd like. Okay. Um, does it actually look like the batteries are in danger of blowing up, or is this just sort of it gaining some sort of control over the paneling? Um, that's, you know, you'd have to dive in and maybe make a computers check or an engineering check to see, because you could try to interact with what computers are available to check on the system diagnostics, or you could, but if you can't trust what they show you, then what good is that? Um, you could check the hardware itself, but that would be an engineering check. Okay. Well, I can't do that. So I'll just get on comms and say, it's like, okay, guys, uh, this is all deliberate and. Um, midway through your comms go dead I'll, I'll look at the flickering panels and just be like oh that's how you're going to do it <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, have, I, have I reached the pilot seat yet? oh yes, you're, you're, yes definitely Bob go okay. you're in the pilot seat All right. Um, since we have some thrusters and we're moving just a little bit 
I want to bank the ship so that the batteries, wherever they are located, are pointed away from the hottest heat source out there. Like if there's a sun nearby, I want to rotate so we are, the batteries are pointing away so that they can uh, cool down. And then I'm going to flip a vent switch to see if there's any venting that can be done. Uh, sure. So you flip the vent switch, and that seems to be helping cool off the batteries right as um, Vangi arrives in the room. Uh, but uh, as you flip the vent switch, you note um, that uh, because you have like a limited panel view that shows you some of the basics of ship operations, um, not the kind of full view you would expect, and obviously Grace is not really operative, um, but you see that uh, one of the airlocks has been breached. Uh-oh, we've got a breach in one of the airlocks. I, has the emergency seal been um, initiated? The emergency seal has been initiated, but something might have gotten on board. Mm. Um, any any active monitors anywhere, like uh, video monitors or anything? Um, the, the monitors seem to be going in and out. Um, such that you can't watch all of them all at once. Like they're flickering. They they do seem to work. Like they show you uh, uh, images of the rest of the ship, but they're all in black and white for no apparent reason. And um, uh, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, the lighting on the ship is all messed up. So maybe the cameras have to go to that because they have dark vision or something. Um, and uh, you, you, you never get uh, the entire group at once. Um, but you do see uh, Skritic, uh down in uh, the uh, cargo bay, and it looks uh, like a um, kind of insectile aberration monster with several talon-like legs is creeping up behind him. Oh, flip on the comms. Skritic, get out of the way. Get out of the way. It's right there. Get out of the, the way. comms are dead. Ah, damn these comms. I'll start t- typing really fast. Uh, to see if I can somehow stabilize the first the lighting on the ship, and mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, stabilize the video monitors, the video feeds. All right, so you start hacking away at uh, computers, um, Quentin. It's been a while since we checked in with you uh, and Amu, for that matter. What are you guys doing? So there are definitely claw marks in the ceiling. Is there oh, any type yep. of? Is there like venting or like ductwork or Jeffrey's tubes that? One can follow in. Absolutely. Engaging hunter seeker mode. <laughs> if there's something and, in the vents and communications are cut off, I'm going to find what's in the vents. Yep. I'm going to go super stealth mode. <laughs> Give me a stealth uh, check. Stealth. Super stealth. 19. Okay. Amu, what are you doing? watching Quentin float into a vent. Yep. Uh, watching <laughs> Quentin go into cloaking mode and float into a vent. I'm like a Romulan that what orb that was? only an orb. Oh, I assume that he just like got like a bunch of uh, like felt pads like came out and he was just like quietly rolling through the vent. <laughs> I assume the computer down here is only for the core reactor. That's right. Yep. Uh, we're going to go find a terminal that can help uh, get us access to the majority of the ship. Because most of what's going on seems to be relatively easily fixable. 
since it was a prank and not, or a yeah prank type thing and not you know actually meant to murder us hostile. all. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they were going to blow up the reactor. Mm, we were able to. I mean, stop. We that heard easily, their steel. So, uh, so Amu, you could go to the bridge, or you could go to uh, the. There's a good terminal in the cargo bay. Whichever one is going to be quicker. Okay, so you head to the cargo bay, um, while uh, Quentin stalks in the ducts and Scritic, uh Your uh, passive perception tells you that there is a. Uh, significantly sized monster behind you. Um, you know, big, much, much, much bigger than a person. Um, like five, six times the size of a person. Um, you can hear it clicking and kind of shuffling. Um, and you hear maybe some the sound of like some sort of acidic uh, bodily fluid dripping uh, and sizzling a little bit behind you. It's pretty quiet for its size. Um, it's maybe 30 feet behind you in the cargo bay and, uh, 10 meters and, um, seems to be kind of stalking you, uh, as though ready to pounce. You haven't turned around to look at it though. I'm going to kind of make like, uh, I'm still working on what I'm doing while trying to, uh, subtly reach for my knife and once i feel like it's about to pounce uh crouch down real quick and then kick out sliding on my back uh, thrusting up with the knife hopefully trying to skewer it mid pounce nice okay why don't you give me a bluff check and then um we'll go ahead and give you an attack all right there's bluff 16 okay cool go ahead and give me a trick attack okay should I do uh, acrobatics for a trick attack or just roll attack? Or... Oh, no, just go I ahead think, and roll I the attack. I think your bluff was the... Okay. Oh, yep, fair enough. That's the bluff was the... All right. Whoa. Nat 20? Yeah, nat nice. 20. Nice. Uh, good critical hit there. Um, it doesn't look like you uh, rolled maybe your trick attack damage because no. it's missing a whole bunch of dice. Plus six damage? Uh, nice. Um, and then you also, uh, basically, so how critical hit works is you roll your damage twice. Um, so go ahead and roll, uh, those three dice again, because you the roll 20 already did the, um, one D four. So, so yeah, let's see. Eight 12. plus 12 is 20 plus six is 26 damage. Um, so, uh, it, uh, Bursts forth in a bunch of uh, like bile, some sort of oily green um, uh, stuff spills on you, and it smells horrible. Um, the as you turn, it's like I don't know, some sort of giant beetle-like thing, except it seems to have um, eyes all along its body and many more plates, like a like a mil- like a giant millipede almost. Uh, if you had eyes and they had like talons for legs, and it was the size of a elephant. Um, uh, and right as you do, uh, do you say anything as you turn and stab it? Eat this. <laughs> cool. At that, uh, along the comms, everyone hears, eat this, and the stabbing uh, sound uh, as it seems Skritik's comms are working. Um, Vangi, what do you do? Uh, so I've just got into the weapons area, right? 
you're in the weapons area. It seems like um, the ship has been tilted to try to vent some of the heat from the batteries. Um, and Hecubino is there trying to seemingly trying to assess what's going on. Um, he, he sees you and can say whatever he wants. Hey, Bangi, I need you to, I don't know, disconnect power to the batteries or something. Yeah, I'll do my best. Uh, so I'll attempt to make a engineering check to see if I can figure out how to stop them from overheating. Absolutely. Go for it. Are you good at that? I'm okay at it. I, I have it chained. Uh, but now when I roll a two. Um, all right. So that is definitely a failure. Um, and, uh, that has restarted the, basically the battery timer was paused, uh, due to, uh, Bob's actions, but it seems to have been restarted now at 20 seconds to explode. Well, that didn't help. Yep. Uh, let's do it manually. Where are the batteries? Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're kind of think of them like giant, the larger than car batteries that need to be removed safely. I yep. try to make an athletics check to just yank one. <laughs> I mean, considering they're about to explode, that might be a little dangerous, but you could certainly do it. You could take your chances, basically. I'm, I'm, I'm game. Take your chances. Take your chances. Rip the battery. Hey, there we go. 25. All right. You rip it out. Um, and the uh, the timer uh, seems to be stopped. Um, and yeah, this thing is is fritzing and frying, and clearly something's going on with it. But so long as it doesn't explode all the munitions, who cares, right? Yeah, I'll, we'll take it or win from there. Um, all right, all right. I'm going to go see what Skritik was yelling about. Skritik, are you okay? I think so. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go catch up with Skritik. Do I need to find a chemical shower? <laughs> uh Quentin. Mm-hmm. Um in the uh ducts you see um uh as you as you're moving along, you see uh signs of another creature's passage, basically lots of little claw marks and also like slime um throughout uh the ducts and um you know, the, the lights are flashing, we'll say, green right now for some reason. Um, and, uh, I, although I guess you have your own uh, lights so you can see everything. Um, but uh, you also detect, um, th- like, lots of little crawling things around here as well. Um, maybe some sort of small insects, something like that. Hmm, that sucks. Can I see anything insecty? You follow the trail of slime, and it leads you to a nest that has been made within the ducts. Burn it. Burn it with fire. <laughs> I burn it with fire. Nuke it for it's more of it. It's the only sure. way. Yep. Um, actually, something about that. Uh, well, you know what? Go ahead. You 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 light it on fire. Um, go ahead. Go ahead and give me. What, is that what you, you're doing? You, you started to tell me something. Did I know this something? Uh, Do make I a see culture things? check. Ooh, I'm good at those. I'm going to check my culture and see what happens now. 
All right, I'm cultured. 29, that's a nat 20. Ooh. You've seen this before. What is it? No, what's happening? You've seen it before. On a holovid. This is not real. <laughs> Am I awake? Uh, we'll go back to uh, we'll go back to Skritic. Uh, Skritic uh, bites at you. What is your armor class? Uh, your kinetic armor. Uh, that is uh, nineteen. Oh yeah, it gets a piece of you. And it's going to deal uh, twelve piercing damage and five acid damage to you. Um, and uh, actually, as it does that, uh, it tries to uh, remind me of your kinetic AC one more time. Nineteen. Nineteen. Um, so it does actually successfully uh, with that uh, surround your body with its talons. Um, as it has you grappled. Uh, let's see. Who wants to go next? Uh, so we were looking for the computer in the cargo bay, right? Yes, that's right. And you you enter the cargo bay and you see Skritic, uh battling for his life uh, at, while being held by this giant uh, millipede uh, aberration thing. Do I recognize this giant millipede ab- ab- aberration thing? Um, so with your awesome life science check, you determine that no, you don't recognize what this is. <laughs> you're, you're fairly, you're like, not only do I not recognize what this is, but I should recognize what this is. We I mean, know it's clearly referencing a few different things. It's got properties of a few different real creatures. Don't kill it. Yeah. I'm who needs to publish a journal on it. Uh, we will attempt to use the uh, grapple hook on it to pull it away from a critic I don't think you can grapple creatures larger than you in Starfinder I could be wrong but Uh, actually I don't see anything about it that says that you can't so go for it why not alright so that's just with my attack bonus right Oh, some of my character sheet didn't update correctly. Oh no, they've gotten to our character sheets. Oh god, this is Fabatouge. A 20? Yeah, versus? we're able to uh, grab it and pull it off of Skritic, but now it seems to be looking at you like your tasty morsel of food. Uh, but Bob! Tasty morsel of food. Yes, what if I, I'm, I'm uh, furiously typing and hacking into the systems trying to figure out what's wrong and trying to get things back on um, so give me a computer's check and then give me, yeah, give me a computer's check first. I will give you a computer's check, which is a 30. There you go. So this is basically computer's sense motive. Um, you recognize that there is another force acting against you. Um, speaking of which, at the same time you are doing this, uh, Grace helpfully announces oxygen depletion imminent. Venting oxygen, proceeding now. And uh, you can tell that, yep, Grace is venting oxygen, or the squeaky clean is, rather. Um, And more to the point, you think that some force is actively deciding these things and working against you within the computer system. Mm, This is not good. 
Uh, I'll look for a manual override switch to stop the venting of the oxygens. Uh, that would be in the cargo bay. Oh man, not the cargo get bay. That's where the monsters are. I don't have enough time. Oh well, yeah, um, and you can see, you can see uh, from because now there's a couple of uh, images. You can see that Amu is battling with Skredek and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You can see where where everyone is. Um, you you seem to have comms, but only to and from Skredek. Skredek, are you okay, man? Ah! And am I still seeing that horrible monster attacking him? Yes. Yes. Yeah. For oh, sure. Okay. Um, Got to get it off of you, man. Or you guys are going to be dead in a few minutes. The oxygen's leaking out of this this thing. Um. Yeah. Is there is there like anything that is like? Can I see any kind of a program or something, a virus or something that is actively countering whatever I'm doing? Um, there definitely seems to be something at work. You can't see like an actual, uh, it it feels more like there's a person acting against you, but that person would have to be invisible and basically inside the computer for that to be true. Um, but it's like, you know, you, you sense the, like there's a prompt waiting on the other side and somebody else is doing something and they are also, excellent at computers like they they are both they have um some sort of root or admin access here and they're very good at what they're doing i touch I'm not my, saying better than you but they're they're certainly comparable i touch my chin to see if i've got the goatee or not <laughs> no goatee okay good i'm the good one all right um dang it i'm just gonna power i'm just gonna i'm just gonna flip the switch that says power everything down I'm seriously going to turn it off and turn it all back on again. Uh, so you go t- to power everything down and you realize the power switch has already been flipped to down. Oh, I'm flipping it back on then. <laughs> okay. It doesn't seem to make any difference. That should not be the case. Yeah, that should definitely not be a case. I rip open the, uh, the, uh, the, the panel and start probing at all the, the wires that are inside as fast as I can. Ah, somebody starts digging into the wires. Cool. Give me a quick engineering check. 34. Yeah. Um, this is not how the ship is supposed to be wired. What is going on here? Like, it's literally not the right wires. This is not, it's, is this even our ship? I, I scrub the, 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 growing vapor or frost off the wind windshield and look out to see if this is even our ship. If I can read that, it says the squeaky clean on the outside. It's wired the way, um, you know, someone would wire up a bomb, uh, where, you know, you might have to cut the right thing to be sure it doesn't explode. Um, but that's just not how the squeaky clean is wired. <laughs> Guys, something critic. I think this, something's not right. Ah! It's yeah. critic. Tell, tell Amu, tell Amu like to being smashed around. It's like no, duh. <laughs> critic. Tell Amu to tell Amu to scan for any kind of uh, inhalant or some kind of uh, psychotic in the air. Uh, we'll go to Hecubino. Okay. Uh, do we get to the cargo bay? Yeah. So you and Veggie are both going to the cargo bay. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. Both of you get there, and you see the melee in progress. And you can also okay. hear uh, Bob shouting over Skritik's comms right in Skritik's ear. Okay. <laughs> um, 
So you caught all of that. Is there a chance that we're still like, I, I don't know how to determine this, but like that we're still in our hollow suite? Um, as you look at the, the uh, a nearby panel in the cargo bay, um, one of it uh, lights up. And uh, you guys see um, an image. Uh, it's sorry if it's that little laughing guy from Standalone Complex. I'm quitting. All right. So I have just showed it to you on roll twenty. But for our listeners' sake, I'll go ahead and describe it. It's a golden-skinned creature, maybe about the size of a goblin, um, with sharp, pointy teeth. Uh, but it's just an image, keep in mind, because this is on one of the like panels inside the, the cargo bay, like one of the screens. Um, and it's it doesn't have eyes. Its eyes are replaced with a panel within that panel, like a screen um, covered in all sorts of uh, bizarre characters. And its hair, such as it is, are just wires that fade into the, the background uh, of the image. The image itself is distorted, and uh, it... Uh, smiles at Vangi and kind of uh, gives the little salute, a two-finger salute, and then the panel goes uh, dark. Uh, when when that happens, are we still like in, a, in the cargo bay with a monster? Yeah. No, you're still fighting a monster and everything. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a monster in the panel. Um, there's a monster here. Uh-huh. We, we have a monster right here. Yeah, I'll go start trying to tackle that creature, but be like, screw it, or um, uh, Amu, can you figure out what this thing is? It's like a goblin, but with a screen for eyes. Trade? Trade. Hand her the so you go and her my capture stick. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so it, it only appears in little flashes uh, throughout the room. Um, but you do see it now that you're looking for it. Um, it shows up in, in the static, um, but it, it it's one of those weird, like subliminal images. You you don't notice it until you're really seeing it. Um, uh, Amu, you recognize this as a uh, glitch gremlin. Oh, a, there's a glitch on the ship. No kidding. Uh, so uh, glitch gremlins uh, are have basically a form of digital telepathy and. Um, have some form of like basically technomancy uh, that um, gives them all sorts of abilities to manipulate uh, computers. Um, this one seems to be basically embedded within the system. Uh, and it's, it's possible to dig one out with a computer's check. Um, but uh, you know, that, that doesn't seem to be, uh, super easy right now because it seems to have absolute control over your terrain. You said it was so, a computer's check to find it or get it out of there? Mm-hmm, yep. You can basically pull it out of the system and force it to manifest uh, corporeally, but you would need to have access to a real computer terminal. So you could try it. All right. What's the worst that could happen? So you go to a oh, terminal? Why do you say these things? Yeah. Uh, cool. So, um, as you uh, uh, go to the terminal, um, it seems like this terminal has been booby trapped. Uh, and as you access it, a little logic bomb goes off. Uh, this time, literally. So, why don't you 
Um, make a fortitude save. 16? Uh, yeah, that is good enough for half damage, so you will only take 10 fire damage this time. That hits hit points, right? Stamina points first. Stamina points first. Eventually, um, you are blown back a few feet, and that computer terminal seems useless. Hecubino, what are you doing? I will uh, sit down. Okay. And uh, close my eyes. And wait until I sense some sort of chittering presence nearby, and then attempt to destroy its brain. Ah, you're trying to psych... Uh, well, do you, you think... You, your body is telling you that there's a presence nearby that is that giant uh, millipede thing. That's yes. not what you're talking about? No, ignore millipede. All right. Dang, he's got it handled. Uh, why don't you give me a will-saving throw? 17. For a moment, you you focus, and it's less the chittering, it's more the static and the light the flickering and the the noise and the scraping of the mud it's it's rather a cacophony you know oh now now um what's the the new crisis the oxygen's being depleted um so uh when you're able to set that aside for a moment um and and pause and focus um you become ever more certain that uh vangi is correct and you have never left the holographic amusement chamber. Um, and in fact, all of these things are uh, projections and illusions being controlled. Um, but the difficulty is uh, how do you know how to get out and what's uh, actually going on? Um, and you think for a moment that um, that is going to require intent uh explicitly represented almost physically within this um, mindscape. If that makes sense. I mean, it doesn't, but I'm rolling with it. <laughs> Can I... Uh, like, is this... Like, are we basically dealing with, like, hard light, or is there, like, a psionic component to this? Uh, you're dealing with... Hard light, um, you know, uh, some degree of illusion magic, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, of course, you know, if the settings have been uh, set the wrong way, what's, you know, lethal in here is still lethal in the real world. Sure, sure. Hmm. But there's always a way out of a holographic amusement chamber. Right. Um, yeah, I will try to orient myself within the within the chamber like as a chamber not as the cargo hold uh nice so it's really difficult because you're trying to keep track of like all the steps you took since mm -hmm. and it's like but okay so how did i get turned around and there are force fields and like moving plates under my feet and where am i within the chamber and where is everybody else um, are they just like writhing around on the ground, pretending that something's struggling with them and it's a hologram? Um, and uh, you think um, that it might, uh, the, the symbol you might be looking for, a way out, might be to go back within the holographic amusement chamber itself aboard this uh, phantasmal ship you're on. 
Okay, I will head over there. I got okay. an idea. Uh, Quentin, you can emerge from the vents. You have discovered that the whole ship is infested and that there's lots of little young that will, you know, eventually somehow consume resources on the ship such that they grow to this size. You don't have enough food to feed yourselves, but that will totally happen. Um, and, uh, again, according to the plot of the Holovid that you previously saw. Um, so what are you doing? This is not real. I am going to attempt to access my uh, my uh, thingamathingamas. So it, when we entered the holographic chamber, obviously my passive systems would have recorded the room. So I'm going to attempt to go to where the access panel should be and access the access panel while ignoring all of the noise and things around me that probably aren't real because this is not real. And I'll tell you it's not real because I'm a computer ball and I go beep borp and I know this, this is true. Um, so, so again, you basically come to the conclusion that you need to get to the holographic amusement chamber to recenter your bearings. I go there. <laughs> All right. So you're taking for, Rodrigo did it first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Skritic, what are you doing? Uh, so try to slip out of this, uh, centipede. Yeah. Um, so because, uh, Bangi's got a hold of it, uh, you, you can certainly try that. Quanchu, um, with using Amu's, uh, uh, catcher pole. Um, why don't you give me an acrobatics check? Uh, hold on. Fighting the interface. No, you're fighting a big centipede monster. <laughs> but the interface is faking the centipede. Oh, monster. you're fighting, fighting a glitch gremlin. Yeah, apparently. Uh. You have definitely succeeded, and uh, you even avoided the pool of acid um, that's uh, puddling b uh, below you. You can easily tumble over that. Um, to right. uh, Are you following Hecubino on your way out? Yeah, if I see them uh, running off, I'm going to follow them. Uh, cool. Uh, Bob, what are you doing? Apparently, I see everyone running off back to the holodeck on the monitors. And I'm like, Skritic, what's going on? <laughs> holographic amusement chamber. This is a unique plot. I'm sorry. Don't know holographic amusement <laughs> chamber. The hack. I'm, I'm going to go and I, I see everybody running for the hack. And so I'm also running for the hack. <laughs> uh, Amu, what are you doing? Uh, we're still trying to use the computer to fight the glitch. Oh, you go to a different computer? Right. This one blew up. Oh, wouldn't you know, this one's blown up too. <laughs> Man, it's as if everywhere you go on here, something bad happens to you. <laughs> Why don't you give me a fortitude save? Feel bad. That 20. Oh, yeah, you succeed. Nice. You take nine electricity damage from that one. Uh, you're still in the cargo bay with Vangi. Everyone else seems to have fled. Uh, Is Vangi still did, wrestling I, the millipede? Yeah. Yeah, Vangi still has Vangie? the capture pole and has the, the millipede held for a moment. We'll go to her um, in just a second. Okay. Yeah, what, are you, what are you saying and doing, Vangi? Uh, do I know, like, I mean, if this thing is from a movie, like, do I have any idea what, what, what movie this is from? I make a culture check. Sure. I probably won't make that, but... Just an yeah. 11. Nah. Right. 
before your time. Yep. Uh, super old movie. We um, haven't seen it because we're poor. <laughs> uh, so then she's just going to say, uh, I think we should follow Ekibino's lead and uh, try and like just like jab at it uh, quickly and then turn and run and kind of like try to grab uh, Amu by the shell as she goes. Amu, do you allow this? Sure. Bengi is my friend. Okay. She wouldn't let me down. So you guys go running through the ship while uh, this xenomorph millipede thing chases after you, spitting and, and biting, and uh, the capture pole is snapped in half um, uh, in the, the doorway um, as it buys you a precious moment, and you dive through the, uh, the, the doors are malfunctioning again, and the lights are off, and, and the reactor's about to melt down, and uh, there's no more oxygen in here, um, but you get back... Uh, it, seems that the door to the uh, hack is has been open the entire time um, and everyone else has gathered in there and you can race in just moments ahead of the uh, millipede um, when uh, Quentin and Hecubino seem to have a strategy for how to get out of this thing. I get out of the thing. <laughs> As do uh, well, I. Um, so Quentin, you remembered, so you were like, wait, if I can retrace my footsteps, basically, I can get us access to the panel. Um, and from Hecubino's perspective, that makes sense because you're basically running exit on the command on, on, on what's happening here. And there has to be some way out. Um, you're, you sense that basically psychically and from, like the the traps that are being thrown up against you it's it's very kind of like adversarial but almost like a game right i using our twin powers of of psychicness and uh being an ipad (laughs) i i sense around and then jump sideways and clip through a wall (laughs) um so uh the millipede races for the um the walls uh, or the the entranceway into the hack and it disappears and the lights come up and you're surrounded in just an endless field of uh, white all around you um, with without even visible horizon, which is extremely creepy um, and uh, flickering um, maybe, 20 meters ahead of you and flying above you is that glitch gremlin. And uh, as it speaks and moves about, it's never 100% there. It always seems to be like flickering. And sometimes like, you know, it, it moves several meters or appears on the opposite side of the party altogether. Um, but even when it's just talking and quote unquote standing still, it, it seems like it's a little out of sync. Um, so it says, hello, mortals. I'm Glitch. I'll be your haunting gremlin today. <laughs> if you're dissatisfied with my performance, please stay on the line and no one will be with you. Well, Quentin will not stand for mocking of IVRs or uh, automated representatives. So I'm going to attack him with my, with my computery brain. How? 
Um, well, he's a computer. I'm a computer. He's clearly somehow telepathically communicating with the ship. So I'm going to use my computers and my brain to attack him. Uh, Unfortunately, you need a real computer terminal and Ah, this thing has a gun. Um, but it seems to have transported Uh, you temporarily into again, this, this weird landscape. Um, and grace will hop online and say, and again, in her very distant, formal voice that says it's not really Grace, it's just uh, the ship. Mortality fail-safes and safety protocols have been set to insane nightmare mode. Creations will deal 100% damage, and no resurrections will be possible. All damage inflicted is real. Are you sure you want to do this? This is not recommended unless live streaming. Approval acknowledged. Disabling mortality failsafes and safety protocols now. Grace, mute. I really hope we are live streaming this. And she's going to grab her, her bike and try to jab at this thing. Um, sure. It uh, flickers away. Um, and it says, uh, Vangi, the Vavesk. How about somewhere more suitable? And um, as it does, it backs away, and a crowd of faces start to form in the distance of the void. Um, and uh, the, this white void seems to shrink, and uh, so the, around, the area around you is still uh, kind of white nothingness, but then the rest of it gets filled in, and it's clear you're in a giant arena. And it has those stadium seats, but it has sci-fi stadium seats. You know, they're going really, really vertical. They're going all around you, like you're in a massive um, circle almost around it. And then as it gets closer and closer and closer to you, um, uh, lots of little fixtures become real. And uh, there's an announcing booth and like there's, um, you know, fans uh, carrying banners and stuff like that. Um, and then uh, a dodecahedron, a D12, um, but massive, um, appears around all of you. Um, and you know, this, these, this, the faces of these dodecahedrons is like several meters across. So you guys can all fit easily within it, but you're kind of within a giant sphere. Um, and gravity seems to be manipulated within this dodecahedron, um, such that you guys are um, anchored to some faces on the, we'll go ahead and say the, <clears throat> the left side, on one set of sides, which are the uh, purple-faced sides, and then opposite you, uh, coalescing on the orange-faced sides of the dodecahedron, are uh, four massive snake people. Amu, you instantly recognize them uh, uh, as a certain type of alien called an Ilthasarian. And this is what they look like, although the ones, um, they're not they're not armed, and they are armored more uh, like gladiators than this particular one is. So they have a um, long snake body and lower, they don't have lower legs, um, but they do have humanoid arms um, and a, uh, completely hairless. Um, they have one kind of dominant head and then 
a bunch of other snakes growing out of their neck for some reason. 360 degree vision, certainly. Yeah, that would have evolved. That seems like something that would happen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they they started off with just one head, and they're like, what if I had like a little separate head that could also bite? And then there was like, well, if clearly two heads are better, then maybe I could have like a third and a fourth. Yeah, it's like the whole like, you know, photosynthesis evolving from like two initial organisms. It was like, what if there was like a guy that really likes snakes, and then all the snakes became part of him? polycephaly or bicephaly i think it's called where like uh, creatures grow an extra head is actually very common in reptiles that's true (laughs) there you go uh and there is an announcer um and he says welcome to the dodecahedron All right, well, huh, who knows? Uh, who is Who runs Bartertown? We will have to find out next time <laughs> on Critical Hit. Until then, thank you, everybody, for checking out this show and listening uh, each and every week. We certainly appreciate each and every one of you. And because you have uh, blessed us with your time, we're now blessing you with a Critical Hit. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.